Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. What's up, Drama Free? It's your weekly podcast show. I'm your host, Chad Stevenson. On the line, we got Joey Hamilton and Derek. What's up, guys? You all there? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, uh, so we, we we got a little runover from the show tonight. Uh, as you're aware, and if you listened last week, Steve is out trapezing Argentina, I believe, or he's on his way there. So he will not be joining us tonight, um, and we'll probably have one other host to drop off later tonight. But uh, you know what? I think it's a good time for us to do callers um, tonight when we when we get lower on co-hosts. So if you guys are listening, real quick, I'll get that number out there, 646-200-4505. Um, gentlemen, what are we drinking tonight? Um, I'll start. I am drinking a Civil Society Emerald Showers. Um, just poured it, so I had it before. I really like it. Solid beer. Joey? I uh, just opened a Crescendo from Creature Comforts. A lovely little IPA. And as always, Derek is excluded due to some uh, personal reasons. So um, we'll get the, we'll get tonight's show started. What do you say, guys? Yeah. Well, all right, well, so as I mentioned before, we've got a little run over from last week. Um, we have uh, we actually got a question at the end of the show last week that I was pretty intrigued by. I believe Danielle Mundo um, submitted this, and uh, I, I want to start the show off. And Danielle, Dan, anybody out there listening, feel free to call in. But the question, gentlemen, is when you have visited a brewery, which one has gone above and beyond to make sure you had an outstanding experience? Or, on the flip side, which brewery has turned a bad experience into a great experience? Joey, we'll start with you. You know, off the top of my head, it's actually the same brewery. Um, the first time that I visited uh, Outer Range, which is in Frisco, Colorado, um, they, they had been open, I want to say, a handful of months, maybe, three to, maybe three, three to six months, let's say. Um, and yeah, I think they're still trying to get their feet underneath of them. Um, but that, that first visit, the, um, the service was, um, let's just say that it was a little bit chaotic. Um, the, the gentleman that were working behind the bar or behind the, yeah, behind the bar really didn't have like a, a cadence or a feel to each other. So it was a kind of a lack of communication, which led to, um, you know, a, a, a lack, you know, people waiting for beers, people waiting in line when it really wasn't that busy. Um, and uh, it just it wasn't necessarily a great experience, um, even though it was it was understandable. Um, subsequently, I actually spoke with one of the owners of the brewery, and then kind of had a conversation around the topic. And, and she was very inquisitive as to not only the experience, but kind of what I thought could be better. And um, we had a, a very relative, relatively brief back and forth. And then um, I actually probably I went back. It would have been maybe three weeks ago. So probably about three months after the first experience, um, and things were fantastic. The beers were still fantastic, which was, which is great. Um, but the service was a lot better. Um, the, the people that were there that were working were a lot more personable, a lot less frustrated, if you will. 
Um, so, you know, it kind of one of those situations where it went from not, not necessarily a great situation to something where um, someone was really, really, really bent to, to, to make it better, to make it right, and, and obviously did so within, within a matter of months. Nice. Um, did, did, did I, I cut out there for a second, had to do something real quick. Did you name the uh, brewery there, Joey? Yeah, it was out of range brewing company in Frisco, Colorado. Okay, nice, nice. I've heard of them. I've heard they they got some good stuff. What about you, Derek? Any uh, any thoughts on this topic? Yeah, man. There's a spot out here, and uh, it's called Council. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, or maybe you have, maybe you haven't. It's kind of um, uh, it's been around for a few years, but it's a uh, husband and wife owner operator, and every time you go in there, um. They're super friendly, checking on you, making sure everything's all good, and um, they're they're level with you too, man. Like you know, how do you like the beer? And they're not wanting you to lie to them. They actually want to know like what you think and uh, take it to heart. I know friends who have had pretty uh, decent amount of input on the stuff that they're doing up there as well. So it's always nice when um, you know you can get into a service uh, service situation when somebody's kind of just not smiling and everything kind of doing their job and then you can tell other situations when somebody's actually listening and, and uh, taking things to heart and, and putting in action so um, it's nice to experience a place like that once in a while so council does a good job with that awesome awesome um, you know for me I uh, I have to say the brewery has gone above and beyond to make sure my outstanding experience. And uh, I don't know, uh, Joey, I don't think you've made it yet, but Pulpit Rock and Decora, um, they, they, it actually, I, I, I want to add to that too. Also, anything in Traverse City, every brewery we went to in Traverse City was freaking amazing. I mean, they bent over backwards to make sure that we enjoyed our beers and had a good time. And their microbreweries are well known. And, um, I mean, that really made our vacation, me and my wife's vacation, so much more enjoyable. Um, Pulver Rock as well, you know, I've been there quite a few times, and uh, I know other Drama Free members has as well. But they, you know, they, I don't think they can do wrong as far as the release goes or, or the atmosphere of that brewery. Um, bad experience into a great experience? I'd have to think. I don't think I've really had too many bad experiences that were caused by the brewery themselves. So maybe I'll come back to that one. Uh, let's see here. We got. Um, all right, I like this. Um, you know, we're all pretty versed in the beer world here. Um, what are the best beers you guys have had or have heard of that are not from North America? We all know about, you know, the monk beers and, and uh, the trapeze, but... Um, what about you guys? What do you think? What are your thoughts on the best beers not from the United States? I'll go first. I mean, I, th- I think you, the easy answer there is, is, is you have to point to Belgium. I mean, between, like you mentioned, Trappist style, but as well as, you know, having, having uh, you know, Cantillon and Dreyfontaine right there, or Dreyfontaine, and I've heard, I guess, said both ways. Um you know, having those those beers, those breweries right there, it's, it's it seems like an easy pick. Um, you know, for for you know best at least best breweries, at least a good area to go to outside of the U.S. Um, so yeah, easy answer. I'll take it. 
Joey's spot on. Uh, Cantillon is the simple answer here, and it's also the not-so-simple answer. But, yeah, Cantillon's world-class, and nobody's touching it um, as far as anything that I've had. But um, love a good uh, LaFat Blue once in a while, too. (laughs) Really? You like that? I mean, that's not sarcasm? Oh, LaFat Blue? Yeah. I mean, for, like... For like sentimental, like yeah, yeah, I, I'm not gonna turn down the bat blue, no, absolutely not. Or Molson Canadian, love. Oh, yeah. oh man, God, I uh, I went up to I was up in Buffalo doing some work before, and that's they didn't have any really American. This was before the craft beer scene really exploded. They didn't have any good American domestics. But they had the Labatt Labatt and Molson. Ah oh, man, I could not. I I went sober that whole week of work. I did not uh, drink anything. I just could not choke it down. It was terrible. <laughs> it's not that bad, dude. Come on. You get cold enough. Oh man. That, that's true. You know. I mean, I, I can't. I can't deny you there. Uh, Especially when you go get it from from the source, man. If you go up to the uh, to the north and have it there, it's like. I think it's like five or six percent. It'll actually catch up to you. It's it's kind of interesting. It's a little more uh, full body beer. The stuff you're drinking here in bottles isn't the same. I'm telling you. I'm not trying to argue that it's craft beer. But. No, no. I mean, well, yeah. That that's a whole another conversation there. Um, let's switch gears here, gentlemen. Um, I wish we had more co-hosts here, and you know, this would probably be a good time for. For users or drama-free members to call in if they want to, but uh, Joey, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Um, you know, we're all we're all three very active on the group, obviously, and we have a lot of active members. Um, but somebody posed this this unique question for just for drama-free. Um, to Mount Rushmore of drama-free, who are the four most influential members of drama-free? Now, I'm gonna take that one further because it's you know, everybody's got their favorites. Everybody, got, you know, has has their, you know, has the people that they trade with and talk with and, and group up with. Um, but who would you say the top, you know, four or five people take this group to another level and make it is, you know, truly what it is today? I mean, you got three of the four on the line right now, right? So it's pretty easy. You just have to name one more person. So, um, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't gonna say it, so you know, I had to have somebody else since I'm the host. I'll I'll gladly say it. Uh, no, okay. So we gotta throw. I'm gonna throw Cornell in there. Uh, this is in no particular order, by the way. So, I mean, I know I'm gonna piss somebody off when I'm saying these four names, but um, Corey's up first. Um, we're gonna throw Eddie in there. Uh, I gotta throw. Uh, ooh, this one's tough because I know who my fourth is. I saved the best for last. Um, the third one is gonna be, dude. I don't know, Matt. And then the fifth, the fourth one is uh, Chris Butler because he's my favorite drama free member, um, hands down. Best mm. looking and just nicest person. And he's got a face. Overall, Good person. He's got a face to be chiseled out of stone, yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, uh, he deserves <laughs> to be uh, memorialized in stone. Uh, <clears throat> I see you. I definitely see you. Which Matt? Not so, so, so I don't duplicate. You talking about Bevins, Parmelo? 
Pamela. Uh, pa- pa- I was I was referring to Pamela, but Bevins can be in there too. Mm. Sorry, yeah, I get some of the good use last names. You're fine. You're fine. You're taking the good. You're taking the good answers. You definitely make it. It's like saying you know the best beer outside of outside of the U.S. is going to be be in Belgium. It's like if taking if I'm answer. right, I'm right though, Joey. Don't feel don't pressure to change them. I'm not going to change them. I'm trying to figure out how to add to them. He took so much. Yeah, I mean we're we're not going to duplicate here. I mean, no kidding. I mean, Joey, you, you, need, you need a second to second to think. I, I can go. Yeah, go for it. Give me a second. Um, you know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the four members, but two of them are gonna count as one. Um, the Mundos, I mean, they they are just some of the most generous people I've ever met. Um, you know, they, they they kick out great beer to people. They generally love, you know, the group. They love the sending beer to people, and they're just overall overall fun to talk to, fun to to uh, watch on videos, um, you know, and, and the conversations that they generate when they post something or the comments that they, you know, that they, they post, they, they post quality and, you know, and that's what it's about. It's, it's for the love of the beer, love of the group. Um, so that's one, um, one person there. Uh, we already said Corey, you know, Eddie, Eddie's my guy too. Um, I want to say Beckwith, you know, Beckwith is a num uh, another, you know, quality member that, uh, you know, travels all over and doesn't hesitate to send a beer to somebody if, if asked, um, no matter, you know, what it is, if he can get it, it's yours. It's kind of like the shirt off your back type deal with him. You know, if, if it's his last one or his only one, he's going to send it to you if you ask for it. And he doesn't really ask much for in return. Um, let's see here. Another one would be Daniel Vick. You know, Daniel Vick is also one of those guys that turning out quality content, quality discussion, and, and doesn't hesitate to Porsche bomb people. Um, and then, oh man, it's hard. You know, without being too sentimental here, it, it, we have one of them on the call right now, um, and his name is not Derek. And... <laughs> Not that Derek's not one of my favorite, but I'm, I'm relegated to four. Uh, Joey. Not you know, Derek Joey, is a really weird that... name. Who names their kid not Derek? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey Hamilton, one of our co-hosts here, he, he's also one of those guys that, uh, you know, spurns good conversation and, and, and is there for you and gets you your beer if you need it, if you want it. And, uh, you know, I generally love watching those Chuck videos, especially especially Lil C. By the way, Joey, why hasn't Lil C been on this uh, podcast yet? Well, typically Lil C's work at night, so while we're having this conversation, she's saving babies. So that's usually that's usually a reason. <clears throat> All right, uh, we'll move on. And I got a caller here. I got to take over real quick. Oh. I got to take in real quick. Can, um, I, can I get two in? Can I get two people. Oh real yeah, quick? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, let, let me. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you guys write off a lot of great people, and I appreciate the compliment, Chad. I really, really do. Um, I'm, I'm going to add two to the mix, um, you know, just in case we need alternates or whatever. Um, the first one, I'm going to take Arthur Clancy, um, sweetheart of a guy. Um, he's got, you know, that bald head, that bald face. It's going to be really, really <laughs> easy to chisel that out of stone. Um, 
So, so I like that. And if we're talking about smooth surfaces that you can chisel, I think we should pick Bud Todd, but only from the neck down. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great call, Julie. I'm, I apologize for missing Bud. <laughs> to the caller. Who, who we got? Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got uh, Mr. Danny Mundo. What's up, guys? Hey, Dan. What's going on, Dan? Dan, Dan. Can, I ask your question? can I ask you a question, Dan? Please do, Joey. How's your mix tonight? Better than last time? My what? Your mix. My mix. Last time you had a, you you were on a, you were on a little bit of the liquid and a little bit of the, a little bit of the of the weed and you you had yourself a great time while you called in. Are you are you on a good mix tonight? You had a rough oh, night no. last night from what I saw. I did. I'm sober as a church mouse. I just finished dinner and left the bottle shop picking up a bottle of um, no rules. No go. rules. Is that uh, what? Is that seventeen no rules or? You know, I never know. It's got the right. It's got the orange bowl ball on it. Yeah, that's seventeen. Mm. That's the only way you can tell because they don't date mark anything. Think so. No, you gotta look on their website or they're untapped and they'll uh they'll tell you the colors. What your oh, the what okay. your the colors are. Gotcha. Cool, well, so are you gonna pop that bad baby tonight or what? No, no beer tonight. Weight loss challenge. I'm too hungover. I was hungover all day. It was not fun. Not a fun <laughs> I bet day. not. No. What? But hey, so hey, you want yeah, you wanted to call in about that uh, brewery question. So again, for anybody listening that might have joined, we asked uh, when you visit a brewery, what one has gone above and beyond to make sure you've had an outstanding experience, or what brewery has turned a bad experience into a great one. Um, Dana, uh, you're calling in to to give us some insight there, huh? Yes, I am. Um, actually, it was Danielle and I. It was the first time we'd gone to St. Louis. And, of course, we hit side project and second shift and four hands and then went to perennial place. Great customer service when we went in. Side project's kind of a place you don't really want to chug. A lot of guys know that already. But um, perennial, they'll chug with you. It's just a great experience in there. They have the little camp uh, chug a snip a thing. I mean, they even let me chug. And it took forever. But... <laughs> But we went back there another time we were in St. Louis for the Midwest Belgian Beer Fest, I think it was, earlier this year. And we went from there to order perennial because we wanted to go drink. And we pulled up, and um, they were having a private party. And we had Ubered over there. And it was kind of like, oh, shit, they're closed. But uh, we talked to the girl out front, and she basically, you know, kind of told us sorry. And they put it back. They put it on. It wasn't on the Internet, and they said it was. And she actually just gave us a bomber. I don't even remember what it was. Just gave us a bomber and two pours, and we waited for our Uber. Just a great experience there. Great place, nice people, great beer. Just had a great time there. Dan, I want to segue off one of your points there. Um, this is Derek, by the way. So uh, I, I want I want to hear everybody's opinion, if we could, on uh, service people drinking along with uh, clients, 
um, I've had, honestly, like, super rad experiences like you're talking about where you can just go and, you know, kind of like the bartender or the beer tender, whoever you're working with there is is part of the um, environment. You guys are tasting this together, opening bottles, whatever. And then I've had really bad experiences with it where, like, you go to a spot where maybe you're not the the local or the, the regular in there, and the bartender's, like, really paying attention to somebody else because they're down there drinking with them and maybe they've had a little too much and it kind of like ruins the experience. So I just want to hear like everybody's kind of personal take on if the people should be drinking and if they should, then how much, um, I, if that makes sense, I, my personal take on it is, yeah, I think there's, sh- there should be, um, they should be allowed to, but like, where's the limit? Where do you draw the line? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. You you call oh. in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to segue off your point. You said the guy was that guy was chugging with you, and the girl was chugging with you. So I just wanted to know, you know, obviously you said that led to a, a more positive experience for you. Um, is there a limit to that? Like, if the bartender is just totally essayed or whatever, is the is the trip ruined or you know where where's the line? Um. I think they should be allowed to do it, but they need to be able to exercise control. They don't want to get hammered and, you know, make a fool of themselves. But they literally brought out the whole staff that was there working and chugged with us. Everybody had a good time. Then they all went back to what they were doing. I mean, it wasn't very crowded in there, so we got excellent service. I'll give you an even better thing when we were there. We had uh, asked about, of course, about barrel-aged Braxis, you know, any around. Of course not. And the bar, I think she was the kitchen manager or bar manager or something like that. She disappears for a few minutes and comes back with two uh, snifters full of a stout and just kind of sets them down in front of us, and there's a couple next to us, and they gave them each pour also. I'm looking at her, I'm like, what is this? She's like, I don't know, I found it in the back, and it was barrel-aged Braxis. They just brought us out three pours of that, didn't even charge us. Obviously, we didn't chug that, but... I mean, it was just, as far as them uh, drinking on the job, sure, they just got to exercise self-control. I would hope most people can do that. Yeah, you know, I, I've had some good experiences where the bartender or the beer tender has been able to, uh, you know, drink with us. I mean, <clears throat> everywhere I, I've lived, you know, Davenport here in Des Moines, Got a local spot that we can go do a you know, little beer share, and uh, you know I always enjoy sharing with the beer tender, bartender, and you know we it's a share so everybody gets a two to three ounce pour, and you know it's really elevated the experience of being at that brewery or that that craft beer bar for me. But I do agree, you know they they should exercise caution. Yeah, they don't want to getting, you know, silly drunk and making fools of themselves. But I, sorry about that. I leaned on the keypad. Um, I think they could do it as long as they exercise self-control. Joey, thoughts? Very, very interesting. Man, I don't know if I've ever had a bad experience um, with with you know, um, you know, uh, the workers getting essentially high on their own stash, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. I guess I'm not averse to it, but I think you know the the, the business person inside me looks at it and says, you know, there has to be there has to be a degree of moderation. In fact, you know, some form of 
of I guess stricture involved where it's like you know you're you're going to work a six hour shift you get your you get six tasters you know one for each hour and then you eat your shift beer after eating your shift is kind of kind of at least how I view it um but if you know if you're you're working a six-hour shift, and you you do back-to-back chugs in your second hour. I mean, you're gonna be pretty sloppy. I think the last four hours of your shift. But yeah, I don't think I've ever had any issues. I haven't seen any issues. Been, I haven't been privy to any of them. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, while we got you here, we're gonna move on to the next topic. If you're still down to talk to us. Um, yeah, what's the beer you've been? All right, what uh, next topic here from uh, that we ran over from last week is what's the beer you've been chasing but can't seem to land? Remember now, drama free uh, beer miss is coming up. You know, maybe your secret saying of listening. Um, that's a really tough question. <laughs> My my answer, all of it. <laughs> I mean, if Dan was to think, I mean, I, I definitely got a, a just a general answer. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't say I've necessarily been aggressive in chasing it, but um, you know, for the life of me, I I have yet to be able to land a, a stout from Side Project. The only one that I've ever had is I had Derivation Seven at Rare Beer Tasting a few weeks ago. Um, I'm, I've been typically pretty pretty successful at obtaining um you know side projects you know their 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 saisons and their and their other you know like langston and open spaces and and, th- and things like that but uh, you know i guess i could even say besides even the stouts not being able to get get those you know the, the their barley lines right since it's live no luck trying to land anabasis so st louis holler at your boy yeah, I, I would have to agree. Uh, side project has eluded me quite a bit. Um, but Todd actually sent me my very first side project, and actually first and only. I haven't had one since, and I still actually got the bottle that he sent me. But um, pretty much any side project for me has been has eluded me. Not that I've, you know, and I, I'm like well, I'm with you, Joey. I haven't aggressively looked for it, but uh, you know that's going to change. Dan. Come up with anything, or? Oh wow, I, I I've never gotten a side project out. Not that I'm aware of. That would be one that I've never come up with. That's a good one. All right. Well, Definitely. maybe we'll come back to you. All right. Unless you got an answer, I, I I give you time. I didn't want to put you on the spot there. Um, honestly, I'm just gonna go with side project because I've always wanted something like derivation, but it's it it's you just can't get it. It's one of those ones you can't get. I mean, those releases are typically one max two per person. Anybody that has it's rarely parting with it. That's my final answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> a final answer. On who wants to be a millionaire. Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, side projects, you know, the elusive uh, elusive brewery for sure. And, you know, it's pretty sad because I only live, you know, 
four or five hours from it. So I'm going to definitely make it down there for sure soon. So St. Louis, I'm coming for you. Um, let's go, let's go to this next one here. I, I know we'll have some, we'll have some pretty good opinions from the, from the group here. Um, what brewery do you think is going to get bought out next? You know, everybody right now, there's posting about Bourbon County and, you know, everybody's quick to remind the whole internet that Bourbon County is now AB InBev owned. So, you know, we've been seeing a lot of those posts this week. And um, I, I think this, this topic is definitely, uh, you know, relevant at this point. Joey, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, we've had we've had a couple purchases here in here in Colorado recently. With um, the most recent being, I believe, Renegade getting picked up by um, a uh, call it essentially a holding company or a partner company that I think it has like I think Meg Mullally is involved with it, like the, the former CEO of of Xerox. Like the weirdest damn thing like I could ever have woken up to is is knowing that I think it's Silver Spur Partners or Silver Star Partners or something like that buying Renegade here in Denver. No offense to the folks at Renegade. They don't really have anything that's like super wow. I mean, nothing that's like you want to wait in line for or you highly, you highly seek out. I mean, decent beers, good location, just a very, very odd purchase. Um, in terms of next, I mean, it's been pretty quiet, I think. Um, in terms of, you know, like like big like notable things that like you know craft brew aficionados across the country would be like wow well that's 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 big i think it's been quiet for a while so i think we're due for a big one um i don't really know what it would be i think i think it'd be interesting to see you know like a like an o like being here in Colorado, like an odell or or if it's you know if it were even to be feasible like a new belgium getting picked up um, i could see you know the, the oscar blues companies picking up somebody like that if they could or um, yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe maybe a larger, older name like an Odell or New Belgium. All right. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Odell does put out some good beers, though. So I hope hope you know they can keep it low key and uh, and, and continue to do what they do. Um, mm-hmm. Dan. Danny, there. Uh, yeah. That's a damn good question. I'm gonna just, just pass me on this question for now. I'm gonna have to think about that one for a minute. Okay. Um you got so I wanna take a break. Uh you know. I don't know, because usually all the brewery acquisitions are pretty surprising to me. Um, not, not surprising as in, you know, why they do it. And, you know, I certainly understand the business side of things. Um, but the breweries that do, I, I really think that, you know, a Florida brewery will be next. They're getting pretty big and, and wanting to extend their reach. I could see a Florida, you know, and that's pretty general, and I'll leave it at that. But I think a Florida, Florida brewery will be the next one to go. Well, Cigar City's already been snapped up, so that kind of, at least as my mind works, leaves the wonderful folks at Funky Buddha. 
Mm-hmm. I thought there's already uh, there's been rumors, um, you know, of it happening that I've heard, um, but uh, you know, it's uh, it, it might be next. Um, real quick, I'm going to switch gears here. Eddie, our, our wonderful admin Eddie, has posted a new um, charity uh, biff or raffle. That's not a biff; it's a raffle that's going on. Um, if you check the, the the group and check it out, uh, one of our uh, one of our own friends has lost her battle with cystic fibrosis, and uh, the 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 family is needing some help. Um, Dan has uh, pledged um, several boxes, and I think it says here that uh, it'll be ten dollars per entry. For every thirty entries, Dan will keep adding another box. So uh, let's. How about this, Drama Free? I challenge you guys to make Dan run out of beer. Um, it's a win-win for everybody here. Um, check out the post. You guys uh, um, do what you can. We always come through and, and for people in need, and I, I truly believe that uh, we, can, we can achieve greatness with this one. Um, what a, Dan, what's, uh, what's on your mind, man? What do you want to talk about? Who, me? Yeah, you. You're on the line. You're the guest. You're a guest of honor here, buddy. I'm no guest of honor. What do I want to talk about? (laughs) Not easy, is it? No. No, it's not. You guys make it. Like when you come home from work and it's like when you come home from work and wifey says, How was your day? And all you can do is barely grunt out a okay. I what about you know? You guys just mentioned that that uh the thing that uh, Eddie put up and Dan with the boxes to make him run out of beer. I don't know. Uh, you know, we're, Danielle and I are newer members to this group. Obviously, we've been in here under a year. I mean, we have a lot of fun with it. We love it. But just the level of generosity in this group just blows my mind sometimes. Someone will go to a brewery spend. You know, a hundred dollars, hundred and fifty dollars. Stick it in a FedEx box, drop it on your porch without you knowing. Where else does that happen? Mm-hmm. Nowhere but here. It's very true, brother. It's very, very true. That's why uh, drama free is the best. True story, brother. Exactly. Exactly. That's all that's on my mind right this second. Hey, Chad. Yes, there's sir. A, there's a there's a topic on on the list that you know while we have Dan's Dan's attention, I'd like to bring up because I think he's got a I think he's got a pretty good I think he'd have a pretty good answer to this one. So you mind if I steal from the steal from the list? Absolutely, and man. Ask Dan directly. Awesome. So, yeah, hey, Dan, absolutely. can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Dan? Yeah, lay it on me. What is the worst fruit beer you've ever had? Consider all styles. The worst fruit beer? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I thought that'd be an easy answer. I did have fruit wood was pretty bad. Who made that? Founders. Yeah, that one was terrible. (laughs) That's the first one that pops into my head. Yeah. It, 
it just did nothing for me. That was a dream. And what's for the best? What, yeah, what's what's the best one you had then? Jackie O's Raspberry Berliners, right at the top of my list. I got uh, a bottle of that in my fridge, thanks to you guys. Oh, it's delicious stuff. And you can find it on the mm-hmm. shelves here. And Perennial does fantastic fruited beers. Uh, Side Project does fantastic fruited beers. I'm sitting on a bottle of Side Project fence row I'm waiting to open. I've been told it's delicious. It looks delicious. Yeah, you know, well, I'll I, tell you a place. What's that? I have to take back one of my earlier statements. I had a fence row this weekend at a share. I had a pour of one. That is absolutely delicious. So I've had two side project beers. That was fence row is delicious. You guys are in for a treat on that one. That is, that was mind blowing. I'll tell you another one I just thought of when we were down in Florida last year uh, for Huna Day. We went to a place called Arcane Ale Works. Oh, wow. They mm-hmm. just kill Berliners down there. They're like slushies. They're so oh, I'm good. telling you, I love that place. Yeah, that is, that is yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head on that one. That, that brewery, little known, not as well, you know, big named, but, man, that is, they pump out some good stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember one called uh, Gimme Swelter. That one was <laughs> just good. And it's just oh, like you said, it's a little unknown place in the middle of a strip mall. That's the places you got to look for, though. There's a lot of really good places mm-hmm. that are very inconspicuous like that. There's a, I'm going I'm to go next, Joe, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, to go for it. Let's play off of that, too. It, it, it works perfectly because uh, – uh, Dan was saying, a little place in the strip mall. Um, There's a place called Un Annie in Chicago that is in a strip mall next to two Chinese joints. And it literally says in big red Chinese joint letters, strip mall joint letters, brewery. And that is it from the outside. You would not know, you know, uh, otherwise what it is because there's no markings on the window, no markings on the wall. But you walk in and it is E. Just this plain and simple tap room. It's got taps, tap handles. Um, the brewery's in the back of it, and you can see it. Uh, and they got shirts. That's the only logo you see of theirs around. And, boy, I tell you, have, have you guys ever had the pleasure of having any stuff from there? But uh, it, it is delicious. I actually, actually, I have, Chad. Um, I've had, I think, a few of their beers, but the most recent one I've had um, is a was a was a tart cherry sour. Right? I don't think it was technically a creek. It may have been a creek, um, but it was a cherry sour. And I've actually got a a bottle there for Blah in my in the cellar right now. I was just looking at that. I was thinking, oh shit, I might as well pull that out and drink that sometime soon. If I believe I have one for Blah left. Um, that is that that just kept. Yeah, I had three bottles and I. One fresh, one a little bit ago, and I, that one keeps getting better with time, Joey. So you're in for a treat on that one. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it here in Denver when we get that random 80-degree day in January. I'll open that up. I'll take the question. I'll take the question. Yeah. If you guys don't mind, in terms of best and worst. Um, for So for, for best, um, in terms of uh, – 
in terms of fruit beers, I'm going to be a homer for a second and uh, harp on to the breweries we have here here in, here in Colorado. And that's, that's going to be Casey Brewing and Blending and Black Project Spontaneous Ales. Both of them do fantastic work with fruit. Um, Casey is relatively known for their fruit beers, so I don't necessarily need to go into that. Um, but when, having attended their jammy release a couple weeks ago, um, this year's jammy, it's bat, their second batch is just it is so killer. So, so killer. And then Black Project, their, their most, I think, most notable recent fruit, um, fruit release would be the Roswell sets. Um, the Roswell set of beers between um, blackberry, apricot, guava, raspberry, and blackberry? Did I say blackberry? Yeah, there was a fifth one in there. Um, but anyway, so their, their beers are their beers are fantastic as well. Um, uh, in terms of worst, I have to go with Never and Again, a collaboration between Trillium and Monkish. That beer, Chad, I'm pretty sure I sent you one. That beer was pretty bad. Pretty bad. No offense to either brewery, but that was definitely an unremarkable beer, and it kind of leads me to think that I've had a couple mango beers, whether it be IPAs or or, or sours, and and I have to say that I think mango and beer, I don't think it really goes together. Uh, You know, actually, I like mango beers, man. I, I don't think I've really had any problems with them. Uh, killing me. <laughs> Can't always agree with you, Joey. That's all right. I appreciate it regardless. Hey, yeah, hey, Dan, we got, uh, I got another question for you. How many beers, when you go to the doctor, do you tell, how many beers do you actually tell the doctor you drink weekly at your appointments when they ask? Hmm. That's a good, you know, that's an interesting question because I actually have a doctor's appointment tomorrow morning. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to tell them, like, you know, maybe three to five per week. I'll just have to politely bullshit them. Very, very interesting. I was trying to, I was, so I was going to say that the, the trick is just to never go to the doctor. Um, yeah, but I have to say that the last time I went would have been – Two years ago, I think it was two years. Man, might have been a year ago in September. Could have been two years ago in September. But I know my doctor did ask me that question. He's like, "So how much do you drink?" And I said, "Well, you know, I just got divorced." He goes, "Ah, oh, well, that's fine. Drink as much as you want." She was probably a bitch, anyways. I was like, eh, "Sounds good, doc. <laughs> doctor's orders." <laughs> doctor's orders. So I figured since he gave me the he gave me the stamp, I just won't go back and see him ever again. Just work it. Yeah, it, it's it's nice to try and avoid the doctor, but I don't think you're as old as I am, Joey. How old are you? Just out of curiosity. I'll be I'll be 37 in two weeks. Okay, I'm 41. When you hit 40, stuff literally does start to fall apart slowly. So you, you you become friends with your doctor again. Uh, well, I got a few years in. Yeah, you you, you got. So then. Till then, may the beer floweth. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm going to follow on the same. Yeah, I'm going to follow on the same comment. I haven't been to the doctor uh, other than outside of the ER in, in years. Um, you guys reminded me that I need to make an appointment to get some checkups, make sure you know, also good under the hood here. 
Very good. Good idea. Um, all right. Uh, let's go. We're chugging right through these questions. We had basically, we, it sounds like we had two weeks of episodes and questions last week. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to save number 15 for last. Or do you think we should wait till we have a bigger crowd? You know, I think let's, let's hold on to 15. <clears throat> I know we've, I think this is the second week in a row, or maybe even the third week in a row, we've we've mentioned the elusive number fifteen, and we're like, do we want to address it? No, nah, we don't want to address it. I think we hang on to that. Let's hang on to that until we got the squad back. Let's get Steve back in the house, Derek on a long week, and and fingers crossed, maybe we'll get Chris back on the back on the show here in a few weeks, and and we can we can address that topic. Cause I think that'd be a good time. All right, I agree. I agree here. Um, is food important when drinking beer? Food is beer. I mean, I think beer is food. There you go. Carbs, man. <laughs> Carbs. I mean, I, I think this one. I, I don't know where this one came from, but I, I, I think that's pretty uh, a pretty obvious question because you can't drink craft beer without eating food. Because if you didn't eat food, you're gonna end up like Chad, uh, drunk after three beers and and can't do no more. Um, we're gonna skip that one. That one's that one's kind of boring. Um, sorry, I didn't mean boring to whoever posted it. Uh, didn't want to offend anybody out there, but I think we'll we'll wait for for other minds to call in and uh, and let us know what they think. Um, man, you know, Joey, do you have anything burning on your mind this week? No, I mean, honestly, no. As I look at the rest of the topics list, I think that the rest of the topics are going to be good for a, probably a, a larger audience. So, right. I think outside of outside of all that, let's see. Is there anything on my mind? You know, you know, we, it, we're we're entering. Um, <clears throat> I do have a topic, and if Dan's still around, it'd be nice to nice to get his to get his thoughts on this as well. You know, we're we're entering into the holiday season, and a number, at least here in Denver, almost every single brewery. Acts almost like it's GABF week, and they've got release after release after release, starting between basically this upcoming weekend and the end of the year. You know they're treating it like you know they got Black Friday releases, they've got Thanksgiving, they got what like like the week before Thanksgiving releases, which I guess it's technically this week. There's a lot of releases. There's releases from the beginning of December all the way through the end of the year. It's just it's 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 for me it's it's very very overwhelming. Too many releases, so much going on, so many great concepts that you want to try. And I'm wondering if you guys are experiencing the same thing in your respective cities. Yeah, it, it's you know it, it's the holiday season and there, it, it's stout season. You know everybody's pumping out those beers, um, those those high volume stouts now, and it, it, it's tis the season to be broke. You know you can't. You stop buying gifts, and then craft beer just dumps all this great beer on you. You you have to pick and choose, you know. I mean, I live I live TG and Pulpit Rock, and Des Moines area is pretty pretty big on some micro brews, and um, you know, of course, I've got uh, Chicago Distro within a, a a quick little trip. So yeah, I mean, it gets over. I, I I don't think it's just this time of year. I think it's all the time, you know. It, and that's another topic too is you know when do you say the enough is enough chasing the beer chasing the whales you know even just the whales just chasing the next beer release you know you always see on the group Eddie and all those guys always say or the side project guys St. Louis guys it seems like 
side project has been releasing something every Saturday for the past three months. You know, how those guys still have money? I couldn't do it. Oh, I hear you, brother. I hear you. I know. Um, so that being said, is there, of the ones that you may be attending this year, I want to say this year, I mean the remainder of this year, is there anything that's that's sticking out as particularly exciting? Because if I recall correctly, you just came back from or you're going to be going to Chicago. Is that correct? Yeah, I just flew in from Chicago this morning, and um, uh, hopefully if the cards if, – if I play the card right and can – get some things sorted with uh, uh, doggy daycare up here in Des Moines. Uh, probably I'll be releasing or attending the Berman County release again. Uh, went last year and, and then uh, stood in line and stuff. So um, hopefully I'll be, uh, hopefully I'll be, be uh, attending that, but uh, still got some work to do. Um, moving in my house tomorrow, we close at 9am. So hopefully I can get my house in order first and then we can, I can worry about, you know, getting uh getting beer but at this point beer is secondary to getting my house and life back in order and making sure my wife is comfortable and we have everything we need um side note we're getting our dogs back we haven't seen our dogs in what two weeks three weeks it's for me it's been a while i only saw them when i came home but our dogs have been in doggy daycare so we're so excited to, to close in our house here in des moines tomorrow and fly back to davenport be a car to pick them up and bring them back to Des Moines. So, uh, I hear that. what about you, uh, Dan, you got anything? Uh, the, um, CBS release is coming up. That's really the only one because yeah. looking forward to that around here. I mean, we don't have that many big breweries around here. Of course, Jackie O's is probably the closest. But actually, I think we might be going down there tomorrow. They got a couple of uh, Wood You Honey and Wood You Honey with Nuts is coming out tomorrow, I believe. So those may be landing on people's one. porches here in the near future. Yeah, that is a good one. It's like, yeah, it looks like uh, I, I still got to break in. Uh, you know, like I said, Dan, I think one of the first beers besides the beer that uh, – I got um, for my break-in beer. I'll have to break in some of that Jackie O's tomorrow or this weekend that you sent me. Um, I'll keep you posted on, on my thoughts. But uh, I'm so excited to break into those. And those are perfect formats to, you know, to share with just me and my wife. And, and, and oh, that was an awesome box because you sent me a regular version and a BA version of each style of each beer you gave me too. If I recall, you, you sent me the regular and then the BA version of each beer. So that was pretty cool. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That, that, uh, that made that, that really made me happy and I'm excited to kind of do side by side comparisons with, with each, with each uh, different beer. Oh, I we hope you enjoy all of them. I mean, I mean Danielle's idea to do a lot of this, and we just kind of team up on it. She's I got brain what was it? This, there's, there's some Irish stouts you sent me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Hopefully, I can hold on. Is it? Uh, looks like it's Listerman. Listerman. Oh, oh yeah. You sent me a Shamrock Shake. shake. Yeah. yeah, that's a, I'm a that's a fantastic one. I, I was hoping I could probably try to keep it around until uh, St. Patty's Day. But uh, I don't know if that's going to work out too well. <laughs> it's tough with that one. 
it's usually floating around here somewhere. Then they'll push it out again on St. Patty's Day. They got a barrel-aged version of that, too. Ooh, oh, nice. It's pretty good. <clears throat> nice. All right, well, uh, I think we're, we're, we're running down here. Um, Joey, you got anything you want to cover? Dan, you guys got anything you want to cover? <clears throat> on, on my end, you know, no, I, not a whole lot to cover. Just that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on here in Denver over the last, you know, six, seven weeks of the year. And I know I'll be out and about as I've got a little bit of vacation time going on. So I'll be at a bunch of releases here between now and, and essentially Christmas Christmas time. And hopefully if any of our, our Denver contingency is going to be in the neighborhood, hopefully I get a chance to catch up and see them. Otherwise, I'll be collecting a few assets and bombing a few porches. Well, I, I sure, I sure, uh, I'm going to be happy for whoever uh, you have in the Secret Santa. It sounds like they're going to have a pretty damn good Christmas. Not that it'd be bad anywhere else, but uh, you know, you you have been pretty busy lately with those uh, with those those uh, releases there in Colorado. It's been pretty crazy for you. It has been. It has been. You know, I've been <clears throat> been doing what I can to attend the big ones and trying to put together some things and trying to, you know. Try to take care of a few people these last few weeks, and we'll continue to do so until until the middle of December. You know, brighten up a little, brighten up some people's days, and give them a reason to get drunk this holiday season. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up again. I want to uh, point out uh, that we have a charity bit going on. Hit it up. Uh, give what you can. We know it's the holidays. Uh, we know it's you know hard times, um, but if you can definitely donate to it, donate. Um, you know, it, it's always good to see Drama Free come together and uh, do good in the world. You know, we're, we're a beer community on Facebook, and we're impacting people's lives outside of it, and that's always amazing to see for a community. Um, you know, uh, we got Beer Miss going on. You know, I, I do want to apologize that I couldn't get everybody in um, – and uh, I couldn't get everybody in. You know, I, I did leave it open for quite a while, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the results of that. And, and uh, next year, you know, we'll regroup and, and go bigger and better. So, Sounds good to me, buddy. Anything? Yep. So uh, with that, Donald Free, we're going to cut you loose five minutes early. Um, again, Look at that. Look at the page. Be active. Be be chugging. Uh, keep the biffs up. Um, much activity this week. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I really like seeing the excitement and the chatter. You know, it must be the holiday season. Everybody's getting in that holiday, um, you know, spirit, and uh, it really, really it makes makes everybody happy here. So, with that, Donald Free, thank you for listening. Joey, thank you, uh, as always, for being a co-host. Dan, thank you for sticking around. I know you only called in for one question, but uh, you hung in there for the long haul. Maybe we'll have you uh, stand in if you can. Sure. It's fun. I love listening to this. It's been been fun. All right, and we loved having you, man. You you definitely bring a a different insight to some things. You know, it's always good to get that fresh perspective, especially from a different region. Um, but anyway, thank you for having us or for being on the show. Drama Free, thank you for listening, and uh, we are out. Peace.
Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. <laughs>